Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to Act Root to Fruit. My name is uh, Marcel Tassara. I'm a psychologist and I am on a mission and a quest to better understand the roots of the contextual behavioral sciences so that the fruit that I deliver and hopefully other clinicians deliver to their clients is as pristine as possible. And today I am joined by Joe Oliver. He's a director of uh, contextual consulting in London and also the joint director of the UCL postgraduate diploma for CBT for psychosis. Uh, you do research at King's College as well around, around psychosis and workplace, using ACT in the workplace, and the author of several books on psychosis, ACT for Psychosis Recovery and ACT and, mind, and Mindfulness for Psychosis, and uh, also has an upcoming book uh, with Richard Bennett, uh, mindfulness and acceptance workbook for for self-esteem. I met Joe at um, in Sevilla at the at the World Conference, and I, it was my first uh, World Conference. I think that I was like in the lobby. I was by myself, and you know, I don't know if you've ever had the experience, Joe, of going to a conference by yourself and not knowing anyone, and you're like, "Yeah, will someone invite me?" You know, can I can I go along to lunch? And and I think I was talking to your partner in the lobby, mm -hmm. and uh, and then and then uh, you invited me to to go for lunch, and uh, and that was very sweet of you. And there was a kind of a, a who's who of down under CBS. <laughs> I felt very privileged. <laughs> I, won't, I don't want to drop any names, but it, it rhymes with fuss. Okay, was there. <laughs> yeah. You were in the, in the proper in crowd. Yeah. In crowd yeah, of yeah. in crowd. Yeah. Um, and, and actually, so uh, for, for any RFT fans out there and, uh, and anyone who's been following along, after I interviewed Yvonne Barnes-Holmes, uh, I, I asked her if she had any recommendations of, of voices who needed to be heard. And, uh, and Joe, I have to say, you're you the first name she, she named. So That's very kind of Yvonne. Yeah. Very, very kind of her. Yeah. 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 So, so that's Joe. Welcome, Joe. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so good to be here and uh, talking here. That's, yeah. uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I really appreciate you willing to, to be on and mm. um, talk about these... Uh, these uh, topics. I'm I'm wondering. You know, the first thing that comes to mind is, is I I just have been mm, consuming the article that uh, Steve Hayes wrote on mentalism and behavior behavior relations. You know, it's a kind of well well known article that I could post a link to in the description. And um, mm. just kind of wondering, like, why why do you think it's important that clinicians who are are practicing this see internal activity thoughts and feelings as behavior yeah that's a good question i've been uh i've been on this journey answering that myself for a long time and i feel like uh coming from my place originally training as a in, in cbt you know big big emphasis on the c mm -hmm. uh the, the cool sexy fun stuff and uh not so much emphasis on the dry dull yawn behaviorism stuff yeah uh this has been a, a kind of like a long journey trying to figure this question out and, and get my head around this stuff. Uh, I, I teach a lot of ACT, uh, CBS, uh, and occasionally RFT, and I also teach CBT as well. Mm -hmm. So I find myself in this kind of unique place of moving in between these two worlds. Uh, I, I'm dyed in the wool through and through ACT clinician. That's mm -hmm. what I do, live and breathe in, 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 my, in my work and my life. Uh, it's, it's sort of increasingly just how I see the world now. Yeah. Uh, 
but it's it's nice to be able to move in between these two worlds and these two different uh, viewpoints uh, and get a sense of you know different places where practitioners don't emphasize those behavior behavior relations so much or are, are far far less important uh, and I I feel like we as a CBS community and those of us that are behaviorists yeah. uh, need of course to have some respect for those those folks mm. uh, and, mm-hmm. and understanding their their viewpoint and respect because of the the time the energy the wealth of uh, evidence that's behind uh, uh, a cognitive and behavioral approaches mm-hmm. uh, writ broad uh, but also understanding that and the the, the evidence and, and the fact that it, the, the, these are approaches that work uh, yeah. they're impactful and they make a difference yeah um, you'd have to also think a little bit about understanding how those approaches work uh, and I feel like the, the having an articulation of things like behavior behavior relations help us pin down into uh, our, our mm, a functional analysis of, of uh, how, how humans do activity yeah. where it, my, my th- that is missing sometimes in, in a from a cognitive perspective. Maybe that's putting it too broadly uh, or too strongly to say it's missing, but there's a there's a bit of a sense that uh, that un- an underpinning mechanism somehow or uh, that underpinning theory is, is pretty. Uh, uh, this feels like a big sort of elephant in the room there, okay. uh, in terms of, of making sense of that. So what do we what do we have from behavior behavior relations? I feel like that's an important thing about. Uh, uh, all that comes from behaviorism, that kind of deep lens through which to look at all the all these things that we humans do, mm-hmm. uh, these um, enacting, emitting, uh, taking part or participating, all the sort of broad stream of things uh, that that we're involved in. And I and feel if you, like for anybody listening, if I could pause you there, what what do you mean by if behavior behavior relations? So, I. A nice metaphor I like to think of that I think just perhaps captures this is is if sometimes if we're, we're seeing say uh, behaviors like a stream, uh, mm-hmm. a, a constantly flowing stream, and if we're looking to to do our, our best and, and pull out something, uh, a, a subset of that stream or, or a piece of uh, you know a piece of behavior, we also kind of want to look at and understand the things that preceded this this behavior. Uh, and uh, of course, if we look up the stream, we'll look at the river. Then we're looking at all the things that preceded, and there's different parts of the river and the, the ongoing pieces. Uh, so, from that analysis, then it makes sense to think of these as behavior-behavior relations, uh, as opposed to perhaps other approaches which would look at something more uh, mechanistic in terms of a description okay. between two two things. Uh, so, a, a, a thought and a behavior. Uh, that are that the two pieces are articulated you know when we have a stream then of course we just pull out that one piece just for why for our own own unit of analysis that mm-hmm. is determined by the observer as that's necessary okay um, so that's kind of one way I like to think about it you know, okay. I like thinking about it as a river flowing through okay all right yeah that's helpful and I, and I I don't know if you remember where you were heading when I interrupted you before I asked for some Absolutely no, no idea. <laughs> it was important, though. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah, gosh, it was a good point I was going to make there. What I'm understanding about behavior-behavior relations is 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 this a kind of a, a interplay between what's going on outside and what's going on inside, inside and outside. Mm-hmm. 
and the relationship between those two things. Am I am I misinterpreting those that that term? That sounds good to me. Yeah. Okay. 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 While we're on this topic uh, of of CBT, I guess I'm wondering, like, from a dyed in the wool act person, why why is insight not enough? When we're thinking about insight, you know, insight as as a term has a is a big old tradition, doesn't it? In terms of mm-hmm. uh, psychotherapy, yeah, uh, and some psychotherapeutic approaches put it like as the sort of holy grail, like that's the thing you look for, uh, and. Uh, I think when I think about insight from a behavioral perspective, uh, I think about what, what it is and what we, we do there. I think that's like the sort of the emerging beginnings of something. It's like a, you know, it's like a, we plant a seed and then something kind of sprouts and emerges mm-hmm. uh, as people start to uh, broaden their, their repertoire, the, mm-hmm. their, uh, add in different relations, uh, uh, look to uh, make new derivations that are, uh, a, 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 a different additional ones and alongside ones that they're doing and you know I, I would say insight it's a behavior in and itself that's that's we're opening okay. up something and okay. someone has insight and what, what do they have there they they have then a, a, a new new perspective a new way to look at something a new a new stance towards internal experience um, there's a there's new behavior there's is emerging uh, but I kind of feel like any new behavior, like, you know, it's like it's a precious little, I don't know, a plant or it's like a candle li- that someone lights up and they sort of protect it. It's special and new and, you know, they step outside into the big old world and, you know, it's it's windy and it's, there's mm. sometimes hurricanes out there. It's hard to kind of hold on to this this thing, meaningful as it is, and maybe there's some warmth and something new and interesting there. Yeah. So, uh, like, of course, then part of um, uh, is... I don't know. Part of it is practice, right? Yeah. Like helping people to, to to hold on to this and take it out to new places, uh, providing contexts that support them with that. Um, uh, the or, or I feel like you know I don't know like eighty to ninety percent of my work is just reminding people, hey, there's a different way to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this whole familiar pattern you've got going on, you know, you can do it differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget to take this thing through and. And then helping people to to set up context and have new cues that remind them of this this new behavior. Yeah, uh, so important. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, on that note, I think maybe you know I'm 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 thinking about what we talked about earlier in terms of a role play, and um, th- I I think that it would be a good a good moment to to kind of roll into that. What do you think? Sure, you, sounds okay. good. Okay. Yeah. So um, so I'm the consultee and. You're the consultant, and and I'm struggling with getting past some some struggles in act, and so, um, I'll I'll start talking, and you help me out, ask ask what you want to ask, and so, you know, I found that uh, sometimes, especially early in in my my journey, that it, it, I fall on explaining act to clients, okay, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it has to do with this kind of insight. I'm 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 a kind of an information junkie. And so, um, I've, I've, um, I like to find out new things about myself and, Mm. um, and I don't know if that's like part of what happens when I'm, when I'm explaining, you know, Mm -hmm. you mean like you're, uh, you're imparting information, you're kind of like passing over the candle. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, I guess I just kind of wonder if, if that, I know that that's a, I'm not alone in that, you know, I don't feel unique. 
Um, and I, and I wonder if that's part of the process and that's part of like me, uh, that, that has been part of me, like not having the, this metabolized, not like, you know, embodying it. So it's just like, I'm going to give you the experience that I've gotten so far, which is like reading some books and like Mm. really identifying with the information and liking Mm. it. But I don't, I don't, I know it. I don't think it's very as helpful as, as I want to be to someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. What, uh, so as you're talking there, I'm thinking like, I wonder what more helpful would look like. Uh, and I'm also kind of wondering what is it that, that then stops and gets in the way of being more helpful? Can I start with the first question though? Please. Yeah. What is, what does more helpful look like? I think the experience uh, yep. Giving giving someone an experience, not a not not like a Wikipedia of act, and okay. uh, or FAP or whatever, you know, and uh, uh, so that would be m- more helpful. And yeah, the experience. I don't, I think that's it. Just just giving someone that experience. I see therapy as a as a um, a unique part of someone's day, someone's week, and mm. uh, it's not that unique if I'm just regurgitating some information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, sure. So they they get to have an experience, live and breathe what what you're talking about, and yeah. try it out for themselves, and put it on, and give it a go. Yeah, yeah. Can I ask the second part of my question then? If you'll is, remind me what it was, yeah. It sounds like you, well, the first bit was you've got a good sense of what that is, and yeah. and and how you want it to be. What is it that um, Marcel gets in the way of you doing more experience then, less Wikipedia, more mm. experience? What kind of what? What holds up? You know, I would I would say maybe some insecurities. Like like I, I think if there's if I if I were to see a pattern in in this over the over my time, mm. um, it would be like I, I start with experience, and then there's like you know half an hour left in the session, <laughs> or whatever you know, and it's like well I've got to I've got to like kind of explain to them, and I've got to reinforce this, okay, mm-hmm. and so and also oh, and I said insecurity. The insecurity is kind of. I want to make sure that they get what we're doing and that, you know, they're not leaving confused or not. This isn't as impactful or meaningful as possible, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of the things that just sort of, as I hear you describing this, I, I can't help but think that here's an area, you know, knowing you as I do mm-hmm. uh, and, and hearing you talk about it, you're talking about something that deeply matters to you. You care yeah. about this. No. Yeah. You care about uh, making a difference. Uh, can I lean in, in a little to that word insecurity? Like mm-hmm. when you said that, I, I'm curious about that. And you know, the question actually that came up to me, I was, I was wondering to myself, where does that come up the most? That mm. thing, like what kind of people does that come up with most? What kind of situations? Mm. I would, I would say, folks that I, I um, am trying to kind of. Uh, develop the relationship with you know ones where i'm i'm concerned that i'm i'm not kind of cutting the cutting the mustard is that how you say it or you know whatever i'm not i'm not i'm not up to par and uh whether that's you know um because of experiences they've had or how i see them and their intellect um Mm -hmm. or or just their hesitancy to engage in in the therapy process Right. Okay. That, that's yeah. a big one. That's a real big one. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a, them being unsure about it, being hesitant. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Perhaps some qualities about them as well, maybe just in terms of their style or where relationship matters and that intellectual thing perhaps for some people comes mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. When that when that lands, what happens for you? Where, where do you what happens to you? It's it, let me well I would say it's like let me go to something I am secure in and and that is, you know, discussing the why this is why what we did is useful or you know how the mind works you know and my and you know we've all, I, i'm i've got a uh you know a talk track that i can go to okay and uh and so that's like oh let me just do that because i've I have that rehearsed you know right okay got it so that's yeah. familiar you know that one huh you yeah. know that one well yeah okay what's it like when it's the absolute opposite to that when it's not rehearsed when it's not like it's not going to that familiar place when when insecurity shows up and something different happens. Does that ever happen? Mm. So what that's like? Yeah, that like? yeah. I mean, it's just it's just more more present, and um, I I find that I don't I don't um, finish the session like trying to to tie it up with a nice bow. You know, it's kind of it's. Yeah. I let it, I let the experience be what it was, yeah. and uh, and maybe maybe also I kind of ask a question that I, I I really like that I I picked up from from Mavis, and that's like what what stands out to you about what we just did, mm. um, and mm. so kind of um, reinforcing it that way by, by right. what the, what's important to the client. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's less it's nice. about me and me explaining and, and then taking it from, you know, what I think of is like from here to here by, you know, mm. I want it to be more here than up here. Got it. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you, when your hands here, that's on your heart, right? Mm-hmm. And kind of where you're feeling stuff. Yeah. You know, emotional kind of sense in your body. Yeah. Uh, and uh, moving down and, and less from up here in your head and your intellect and planning and thinking and getting busy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's a nice metaphor, Marcel, like kind of dropping from here down into here, mm-hmm. coming back into your body, uh, and where things perhaps mm, don't need to be tied up neatly with a bow, where it doesn't doesn't rest solely on you. There's someone else in the room who's who's participating, is there to, to answer those questions or, or to, to be along with you as you're, yeah. as you're experiencing that there. Yeah, well, when you say that... Uh um, what stood out to me there is this doesn't have to be all about me, up to me. I think are the words you used, and that's, uh, yeah, like it's it's it, part of that is is this you know, steering the ship, you know, and I I, I I have a, it's hard to let go of the wheel. Uh huh. Yeah. Or whatever yeah. you call it on a ship. I don't know what you call it on a ship. You're from New Zealand. You should know that. <laughs> It's a wheel. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> yeah, a wheel. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. You you're dropping in lots of nice metaphors here. There's, a, there's another one. Like that sort of sense of having to having a grip and and know yeah. know the direction, like have sort of sort of yeah. real certainty about where it goes. Yeah. So, can I just track that that flow a little bit? If there was a bit of a stream there, there's 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 some things that show up either, I don't know, in the person or how they're responding uh, and something appears for you that we gave that kind of that word insecurity. Mm-hmm. One of the ways you might go about it is just, is sometimes you go up into your head and your your grip goes firmly on the wheel. Yeah. Uh, 
but it doesn't always do that, right? Sometimes that happens, insecurity shows up, and, and something else happens where you kind of drop down, as you put it, which I like, you know, drop down your body, and, mm-hmm. and uh, different things uh, are available then. It doesn't have to be so neat and tied up and, and finished. Uh, you can yeah. step back out to the person in front of you. Yeah. So is there... No, I wouldn't want to kind of put it too broadly, but there's a bit of a difference there between uh, how you respond when that first thing shows up, uh, whether you choose to go up or you choose to go down. Mm. And can you ask that again? Um, I'm not sure I understood the question. It wasn't a question. It was just kind of just... Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, summarizing that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I guess I heard in there um, if there's a difference, and maybe it's something I'm wanting to hear, and that's like uh, what... Why why do I go one way and not the other way? Like, what's the I guess the the fork in the road? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or the choice ask, point. I don't, you know, that you know. could be a good term for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, give me a little bit more about. It. Can I ask a bit more about insecurity? Mm-hmm. That's a kind of big old word, but what's um what's that like when it shows up? What's that thing? It's this I I should. It's in my head for sure. A lot of it. And uh, I should be able to navigate this situation. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, I can feel my hands tightening around the wheel when you say that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, and then there's just I think there's shame there too, around yeah. you know not having done enough work, not having you know read enough or mm. consulted enough and mm-hmm. um, or having spent too much time on YouTube when I should have been, you know, doing more vital, important things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess I think shame is, is, is intertwined with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of got, it's got some things, it's got some things to say about what you should do. It's got some, there's, there's a bit of it that's, it's, a, it's evocative. Right, mm-hmm. it's like shame has a has a punchiness to it. Do you know what I mean? It's got some yeah. weight to it. So it moves yeah. around and bossy and yeah, yeah. I've got to attend to it, and uh, and I tend to it by you know explaining things. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 You were asking there about that choice point. I was sort of feeling like you know something like that shows up: insecurity, shame, and and it's bossy and has lots to say. It, it can, I can see how it'd be easy to go down one side of that direction um, you know, the one you're describing is up into your head like you know or your f- hands firm up on the wheel mm-hmm. it would take a certain something to to do that other thing you do like drop down into your body mm-hmm. I can imagine I don't know if that was me experiencing that I would imagine I would need a, a, need a certain something to s- drop into my body I I'd probably if it was me experiencing that, it wouldn't be something that would just happen automatically. Mm-hmm. Do you do you catch it what it what it is that allows you to go down, or does mm. it, do you know? I would say noticing how how I'm how I'm doing something. I'm 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 performing. You know, just noticing what's going on. Mm. You know, whether it's the 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 pitch of my voice uh, 
where where I'm uh, speaking from. You know, I mm-hmm. kind of I speak from you know up in here when it's you know right. when it's it's high. Yeah. And and I'm more you know, and then and then the how fast I'm talking. Okay. Mm. So noticing these qualities mm. helps me to helps me to remind. It's kind of a reminder to to to, to just slow down and. Uh, um, You know, it's like it's it's almost like a lot of it is like some like I I don't know that I trust that someone else is going to get what I want them to get. Mm. That's yeah. part of it, you know. And yeah, so yeah. I've got to just like force it through, you know, the square peg through the round, just you know. And uh, and so I noticed that, and I'm like, wait a minute, you know, like this is you know I've been I I um, anyone sitting across from me, I have mm. to I have to like just really honor where they're at and how can I do that by, 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 I can't do, I can only, I, I can most effectively do that by just being present with what's happening right now. Not kind of trying to pull it to some, somewhere else. Right. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, fascinating. Wow. There's a lot of heart in, in what you're describing there, Marcel. This is a, this is a rich experience. Yeah. Yeah. This part of me goes, wow. I, I, when you describe it like that, I, I can imagine that would be, oh, I'd love to be one of those people sitting across from you. Hmm. That sounds like a really nice thing. In you know, it, it's like what's showing up in me is, is like a little flutter of excitement or something in there, and it reminds me you're talking about something that matters to you. And you know, as you, I, I can hear you as you as you're at those spaces, you catch yourself and hear this going up, and you slow down. Mm-hmm. Just a bit of breathing space arrives there. Yeah, so, and I, you know, you're talking about things that really matter to you in terms of how you you work and how you are with people and perhaps are sometimes in pain or hurting or, or need space to go through their own process. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, as, as we're getting to this place, I'm thinking about how, uh, when I, when I am able to drop down and I, and I slow down, I think, um, um, I'm able to process some of those qualities too with, with the client, you know, like I think initially, you know, when I'm, when I was learning something new and I, when we're learning something new, it's kind of like, I got to pretend that I don't, pretend that I know what maybe I'm not sure I do. Mm. And I'm at a, you know, now I, I, I'm very happy to ask the client, you know, I noticed that I was doing a lot of explaining there and I kind of, mm. you know, what, what, what was that like for you? You know, is that, you know, or what's, mm-hmm. you know, is, is what, what, what I'm talking about like helpful right now, kind of, kind of acknowledging the, mm. the process and acknowledging, you know, what, what's actually going on for me. What's the thing you're talking about there? If that's if that's a direction, right? Yeah. On your, on your compass. What's that thing you're talking about there? Could you put a word to that thing? I, w- I guess connection. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, connection to connection to the client rather than disconnection and me. Mm. Yeah. Up and away and disappeared. Mm-hmm. Kind mm-hmm. of there with them. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, nice. Wow, thank you. I feel yeah. like um, there's a there's a, there's a richness there. In, in that in that piece there there's a, there's a lot that's going on you know this is sort of last thing I maybe want to say on that is it's just mm-hmm. about it's this funny thing right it's, it's just about when that stuff shows up it's you know that kind of wanting to explain wanting the person to get this really important gem of information because it really matters yeah wanting to be you know I don't know make it, make the client come along for the journey and you know all the the kind of stuff that shows up, and you know the heavy shame thing. 
you know, you know the Zach metaphor, but you know, on the other side of that, gosh, isn't it funny just how that starts to speak to things that wow, really deeply matter to you? Um, mm-hmm. And you know, I can feel that as I hear you talk about it. It's like this is not this this is not inconsequential. This mm. is, you really care about this stuff. Mm-hmm. What's that phrase? Um, uh, where your values are lies your pain, and you know that mm. you know, where your pain is lies your values. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Okay. I hear you speak a lot about that there. Thank you. Well, let's when we'll we'll why will we stop there the the role play end scene end scene end scene cut. <laughs> so uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, I I uh, that was that was nice. I, I'm I'm wondering um, without getting too far away from the information and the energy of what we just did, if 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 you could step back and kind of unpack some of my behaviors like from a kind of functional contextual way, way of looking or do kind of a mini functional analysis of, of what you saw okay yeah. yeah well thanks for sharing that and I, I i um i was assuming that was a real play but i don't know if it was or not but uh yeah oh yeah 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 I've, and 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 also i mean i'm, I'm trying to to uh, channel some of my earliest struggles with this yeah. Now, now I'm a master act clinician, you know, just so anyone <laughs> listening. <laughs> just so they weren't aware Doesn't, already. <laughs> I don't want to confuse anybody with. Yeah, I've got those, those issues are dealt with long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember that word shame. I had to, I had to, I had to write it down. <laughs> Quickly Google it. Yeah. I feel like, um, you know, that's, I just appreciate you sharing that. And I, you know, it's interesting watching my own reaction go, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. This is so important. This is the things I, I go through constantly these are the things about being uh being a practitioner who mm-hmm. uh, working within a model that asks us invites us to step forward with authenticity and genuineness um in an environment that's incredibly complex what do the military folks call it like volatile uncertain complex and ambiguous and mm. uh if there's uh, ever a description of therapy uh or practitioner interactions that's got to be it uh, and what is what a great place for uh, you know, shame to to arrive and say, nope, not good enough. Must be better. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I was I was sort of well, I was I was listening to you describe that, having that kind of reaction myself, and and allowing myself to tune into how I was feeling, and responding, and, and and listening to those points of pain, if I could call it that, and those points of the value that that came up, and that sort of interaction between the two of those. And of course, that was you know everything you're describing was packed full of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, I, c- I could hear you just talking a lot about this this stream, as it were, of behavior. Um, and this is what we we're talking about before, like you know, the behavior behavior relations, and we we're thinking about let's pulling out a little unit and trying to understand it, and things that come before that maybe increase or decrease the probability of something familiar happening, or or this really interesting thing was a time where something new happened. Uh, I feel like a lot of our therapy work we're doing is is helping illuminate newness. Um, mm-hmm. Is okay. that you know coming back to that inside idea? Like that's that's I feel like the sort of the the, the seed of of change is illuminating, adding something in in that verbal network of something new, uh, whether that's happening, you know, reflecting on your previous experience, or, or perhaps even something that's happening live. Mm-hmm. Um, was going through my mind to ask a little bit about what it was like live between the two of us and we wouldn't have time but i would, would have been curious about that yeah um, yeah 
yeah and you know it was uh i was uh, hearing there uh you, you, you described it like a choice point uh, and that was a nice way to 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 have it like something arrives and then the the things that are pulling you in different directions like up and down uh, tightening on the wheel or or doing something else that was kind of more into your body and um less yeah less tighter less less this less um gripping yeah yeah you're very metaphorical marcel this is <laughs> flying by I was like, wow just which ones do we we catch here yeah there's too many probably yeah. Do you, I, I, can I ask you if, as I ask, as I ask you for some, the question I did following this, if maybe you notice some of the same things showing up right now? In, in, as we're talking here? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I noticed myself getting, uh, uh, it was a point just before I noticed myself speeding up. And okay. I speed up when I get excited and I speed up when I get anxious. And, yeah. The two of those often co-occur when I get anxious and excited. I can talk fast, and I notice myself then doing this this thing, uh, uh, this dropping down. Um, it's such a nice metaphor. I find so helpful for me being able to drop into mm-hmm. my body um, mm-hmm. as an alternative place to inhabit. And then when I want to go up into my head, and yeah. usually, I mean, of course, it's not a bad thing, but a lot of the time, in the face of an uncomfortable feeling that I feel here, it's me trying to solve it or trying to problem solve it or fix it or get rid of it or hide it and mm-hmm. um yeah like that s- s- a soothing balm to that is that i find when i when that shows up and i i drop in my body and i kind of ask myself like what's what's important here what really matters and mm-hmm. uh you know what is at stake and you know what happens what really matters as i as i was re- reflecting on it now and as i have been is uh, my connection with you and uh, uh this this podcast, uh, mm-hmm. wherever this might go, and if this can be this, there's anything that in our interaction together can be illuminating for other people. Yeah, yeah, that's um beautiful. Pulls me in a different place than going up into my head and having to be intellectual or sort of together and know yeah. what I'm talking about. That kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. Thanks for for sharing that. Thanks for asking me. That's a nice question. And so, um, functionally, from you know, I'm looking at like the kind of ABCs of my behavior. What, you, what I heard you say in terms of uh, where you're going is is kind of getting me to see more of what was going on for me rather than being so focused on appeasing the shame or insecurity. Yeah, that's, that's, kind of, that's yep, exactly, yeah. So thinking about, and I was, I was, it was interesting to me that you you had this alternative repertoire available to you uh, so I assume you know you've got a lot of experience with this. You've probably thought about it a lot, um, and that 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 is available there suggests there if there was a if if there's a coherence there, there's a, there's a ability to. It's not like super tight and coherent. It's not like there's 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 movement here, mm-hmm. um, and so yeah, tracking what are the things that that. Uh, proceed things like insecurity and shame showing up and then what are okay. the things that come afterwards uh, and looking for those novel instances that are where it's not like like shame doing all the determining of what happens next okay yeah so I sort of feel like you know sometimes that's kind of what insight is right you know adding kind of new derivations in mm. 
uh, sometimes for some folks or adding new uh, uh, expanding the relational network uh, and you know people have those kind of oh right okay yeah and you know they're, they're behaving in that moment there's a behavior and okay. there's that kind of little seed or that little flame just kind of sprouts up and yeah. we can do those really cool things it was just you know like hey I see if I see this really precious dear thing what can we do with that how can we foster and grow and allow it to flourish and oh. I, re- I really appreciate that because I I think that uh, the way I asked and the way I was thinking about that initial question that I asked you around um, why insight isn't sufficient um, is a kind of myopic way of looking at insight and I, I just I guess I I like that yeah I like that a lot yeah okay. yeah but, and I, I try and get back into your you know what you're saying about the you know, ex- experience bit because I you know if insight is just left at that and set aside then you know I feel like we're doing people a, a, an injustice if we're not mm-hmm. asking f- for for more and how people can take this out into into the real world and, and do new cool and exciting things with it. Uh, but also reflecting on the fact that it's happening live is is, is so super important. There it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the things that uh, functional analytic psychotherapy really helps us re- helps remind us of. Of, of this thing and how to be interpersonally experiential mm-hmm. so important. yeah yeah definitely definitely and i and i and i, I guess the, the the thing i want to mention that i is i am we've been alluding to is is the uniqueness of in particular these cbs therapies um compared to other psychotherapies in in terms of the flavor of the interaction it's it's I, I find it to be highly highly unique compared to what I've experienced in my own therapies with kind of um, general therapy, you mm-hmm. know. And I you know can't group everybody together or say, but I I, I think that there is there is a certain presence to to how when a magic to that presence too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I I absolutely agree. It's like it, it helps us. I think there's a few kind of things that that set the context for that to happen. I think the 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 behavioral piece becomes so important. We're observing people behave. Uh, mm-hmm. At the same time, of course, we're observing ourselves behave as we as we have this interaction that's happening here. Uh, so this thing then becomes really important. It's not mm-hmm. like just a, some kind of I don't know alien scientist watching someone in the lab prodding and poking them in the right mm-hmm. direction. Of course not. Yeah. Um, and there's this the humanness too of it, you know. Like as I was observing myself responding to your content and what was showing up for you, and just the, this, you know, human constant dance backwards and forwards, and this uh, reminder that we are all in this together. This is, yeah. of course, a big old verbal soup, human soup, um, that we're we're participating in. It lends yeah. itself to that, uh, yeah, that reminder that we're 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 here together with this. Yeah, and and uh, <clears throat> I I notice that when I'm there in this, uh, I'm a lot less drained at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, the more time I spend in what we're talking about here, um, I'm more. I just I feel like a enlivening kind of. I'm enlivened by mm. by the work that I do. Why do you think that is? Why do you think it's um? What's your theory about why it's less draining? 
I don't know. Well, like, right, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to drop it into the present. Okay, so I'm paying a lot of attention to you, Joe, and how you are with, and um, and I'm, and I want to set up an environment where you are completely uninhibited and totally comfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, and I guess I'm like, I um, am like looking for cues to make sure that that's, that's the case. And so um, that's similar to what we talked about in the real play. And, and it's like, keeps me from just kind of like, well, Joe's wherever the fuck Joe's at, you know, in, in his life and what's going on with him. It's not my job to, you know, and I, it's like that kind of that, that like wrestling with that, mm-hmm. you know? And, yeah. uh, um, yeah. What do you hear in there? Wrestling what for it to be just so, well, just well it's like, be, it's in between like me, like, you know, gonna um, be perfect. Me, 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 me kind of manipulating a situation, I guess it's mm. like in a behavioral way. Mm. slightly maybe on both you know colloquially and behaviorally uh and um behaviorism and um and then and then also just kind of like well you know uh i uh want to respect where where joe's at and Mm. i want to respect where i'm at because if if i'm looking just at you know where joe's at and if joe's comfortable and whatever then i'm not like paying attention to it's kind of i kind of lose focus i guess Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, sort of reflecting on you saying that, because I think uh, coming back to uh, what we're saying before about this, like behavioral stream, and you know, sometimes we, we as therapists, talk a lot about reinforcing a uh, a person's behavior. Yeah. You know, which is such a blunt way of kind of putting it, because of course we're not. What are we doing there, really? We're offering kind of like a a drop into that stream in the hope that it nudges something in a, a different direction of this flow this person's experiencing uh-huh. and your and your attention on me and trying to set the perfect environment you know you of course this is just one part of my stream uh which includes you know the, the all the other things that it's, it's very hot and where i am at the moment which is is uh, our garage <laughs> which is uh you know i can hear family upstairs and i can hear the neighbors outside by the garage wall and it's warm uh-huh. Uh, I, I've got my previous experience, my day before yeah. uh, uh, that I've had. Uh, the fact that our son woke up at kind of 11 o'clock last night, howling like he's never done before. That, uh, that, that all comes to bear in this kind of thing here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's interesting, isn't it? And, you know, of course, you didn't know that, and you would have had, yeah. you, you knew, you sensed, of course, there's this stream here. But isn't it interesting how we want to get into that? You know, it's so human to want to get our hands on that wheel and just like, I am going to control this. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, when we kind of step back and think about it, just the ridiculousness of it, of trying yeah. to control what. Uh, and gosh, that's such a contrast. As I listen to you describe, you know what, I'm going to, you know, that thing of like, Joe's got his shit going on. I've got mine here and I'm going to, I'm mm-hmm. going to be here with mine. And, you know, he is what he is. Yeah. Uh, and this is sort of, I don't know, when I hear you say that, it's like, ah, okay. Just this acceptance. There's isn't a word. Yeah, what is what is there? <laughs> took it took yeah. like fifteen episodes to get to that <laughs> word. Yeah. Finally, yeah, it's probably, you won probably, the lottery, Joe. <laughs> yeah, pretty feels important to have that word at least mentioned once, right? Well, and and uh, so okay, so so I'm kind of gleaning from from this, and maybe it's I'm hearing it in my own head, and I'm gonna I want you to to verify or disqualify what I'm saying, but it's like uh, it's kind of like maybe functionally what I'm doing is is like kind of saying what you what you have going on I, I it's not appropriate right now it's not okay to have that i need to i need to be the one to be able to kind of have some effect on your stream sure is that am i yeah, communicating yeah, clearly yeah, what i'm yeah. yeah yeah which is an interesting message isn't it like yeah you're not appropriate 
Yeah. That's not appropriate. You shouldn't have that. (laughs) That's the name of my, that's the name of my private practice, actually. I didn't tell you that. (laughs) Right. I bet you're full, right? Packed out. (laughs) Shame on you. That's the subtitle. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. We we feel like we need a little bit more shame in society at the moment, don't we? Yeah, right. Uh, well, that's okay. That's really helpful, though, for me to think about uh, because it's like uh, you know we're talking about insecurity and how how that just blunder it can just it just yeah it's not it, it can really uh, take me off course from how I want to be. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wouldn't want to kind of, I, I sort of think about my own insecurity and like, you know, my own journey o- over life with insecurity. And, uh, I f- you know, one of the things I think I, I've, I've learned to learn to love my insecurity. That's not insecurity. What's That's not kind of the word for it. That sort of sets up a, that relationship with this thing that's there and it's kind of has control over it. It's big and it's okay. looms large. Uh, you know, to do certain things, I have to be, not, not have this insecurity show up. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that kind of, different relationship I have with is that I, I you know I listen to it I, I I let it speak I let it speak to the things I really care about I let mm. it talk to things that uh that that matter to me and the, the couple of things that really stand out is look taking care of myself uh not pushing myself uh mm. um which means just being okay with good enough mm. uh, and it also means being authentic um, man, so, you know, I'm a 45 years old, and I'm going to be still learning this if I make it to 90. But mm. for me, being authentic is is letting those close around me know what's going on on the inside, yeah. and and taking responsibility for stepping up and communicating that. Uh, and that's the thing of authentic uh, speaks to me. Uh, not authentic, insecure insecurity says, "Hey, there's this thing here going on. You have stuff yeah. showing up here. What does this speak to? What matters to you?" Um, well, two sides of the same coin, right? Yeah. It's two things coming together. Um, yeah. It's interesting you're saying about, you know, your experience of, th- of therapies and, and the experience of, say, of you know, the sort of the context that I think ACT practitioners, CBS practitioners create, which I think largely is, is really, really radically different. Mm-hmm. The sort of sense of, um, you know, that... Uh, yeah, we're in this together. It's it's human, this human condition. Mm-hmm. I remember, yeah, way back in, uh, I, had, I had a therapist who once made a kind of sort of offhand comment to me, which was sort of implied that, yeah, I experienced something like that too. And I just walked out of there mind blown. It's like, oh my God, what, really? You, <laughs> this kind of like, you know, exalted yeah. therapist. And yeah. gosh, it made such a difference. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying, of course, that's the, it needs to be the sum total of, of of a piece of work, but I think there's you know when we communicate this humanness to mm-hmm. people sitting across from us. Yeah, that 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 was uh, my draw to act when I when I first picked up an act book was like wow they're t- talking about <clears throat> human issues. They're not talking about like client issues. They're talking about other humans and mm. uh, and and st- sticking themselves in that soup. So, yeah. 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 Well, this has been this has been beautiful, Joe. I'm 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 uh you know, we did a lot of uh uh wading in in the waters of uh of real play and and unpacking that um and I really appreciate uh, the the authenticity and uh and the the kiwi flavor that you add to the the show here. 
Is that, is that pejorative, Kiwi? Is that a no, not at all? It's okay. Okay, all right. Yeah. It's okay to say. Okay, we love that. Okay, cool. Yeah, and um, and and you know, uh, apropos, given your uh, your workbook coming out on self esteem, mm. yeah. Um, so so thank you. Really appreciate your your lending your voice to this this project and yeah. guiding me through the woods here. That's <laughs> very welcome. Yeah. yeah, it's been a real pleasure talking with you and uh yeah talking talking uh talking with heart um we've uh talking you know the, the practicality of the hands and you know we've had talking head as well and i've got a nod of course to the the bust of charles darwin sitting, <laughs> sitting behind us staring gruffly at me this whole interaction <laughs> is this science joe oliver <laughs> uh, I, I guess i didn't think about how that might influence uh yeah He's he's not he's not looking very pleased. I have to say he's he's, <laughs> he's contemplative. He's 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 by himself in the woods right now. Yeah, he's, yeah. You know, he's warming so. up though. He's warming up. He's coming yeah. around. Yeah, he's coming around. Yeah. Give him another another few episodes. He'll be there. Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, uh, Joe is available for consultation, and I'll I'll put a link to your website and. Uh, um, also, a link to an upcoming training you have. Uh, January 2021 uh, around your book. It's going to be with Richard Bennett, your training, I take Mm -hmm. it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we'll put a link to that. And uh, um, what else? Anything else that we we missed? I think we covered it. Yeah. Okay. All right. um, We covered some ground there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so and then and then also I just want to mention speaking of uh, of Charles Darwin I've got a, a a slower moving project that I I also started during this quarantine uh and that's a a, pro- a podcast called Honorable Evolution and uh I'm interviewing folks who have prioritized health and um and figuring out how we can honorably evolve as a species and uh so I'm excited about that and check that out if you're if you're interested and uh yeah, thank you, Joe. Awesome. Yeah, okay. thanks so much. But I'm getting stronger. They take a piece of me. But I'm getting stronger. They take a piece of me. But I'm getting stronger. They take a piece of me.